This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. A very cold welcome to News Laundry Hafta, which will have two very interesting subjects that we'll speak about today. Uh, the kind many of you viewers like. Just my politics, hair, philosophy, hai, mythology, be disagreement, be Then there'll be two very important announcements in this hafta. So please stay tuned. These have to do with our growth plans of which all of you listeners and viewers are a part. And of a new tool that we have incorporated, which we want you to know. But first, Angrez apna lagan or news laundry apna hafta kabhi nai chhodte. We have a full in-house panel today. Uh, let me introduce the panel. Anand Ranganathan. Hi, Anand. Hello. Our consulting editor and uh, the most brilliant man in this building. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm looking over my shoulder. Who? who? <laughs> Manish. Manish bolo tha Manish Tiwari. <laughs> Manisha Pandey. Thanks. Which is also a Brahminical name. Which no? is a Brahmin. Oh, yeah. achha. Yeah. Brahminical S- name. Manisha Pandey, uh, award-winning journalist. Madhu Trehan, editor-in-chief. And uh, right now, busy in her iPad. I'm sure she'll get to the program soon. I'm preparing for your great hafta. Oh, okay. And Deepanj Napal, managing editor. Hello. And I'm Abhinandan Sekri. The subjects we'll discuss today are Fidel Castro's death, parliament functioning or not functioning, Rahul Gandhi and Congress Party's Twitter accounts hacked, yet another militant attack this time in Nagrota, which is actually very close to Jammu. Uh, so have the surgical strikes made any difference? The Nabha jailbreak and how does that happen? The coolest jailbreak ever. And if you have time, we'll discuss a bit about Trump and this and that and Geo, um, Mukesh Bhai, who addressed the nation today. But before we get into all that, uh, can all of us on Hafta just rise and sing the national anthem? All of you who are listening, please stop doing whatever you're doing. Lock the doors uh, <laughs> and you're able to switch off your podcasts. Uh, so shall we panel? Should we start? Uh, I have rheumatism. You have rheumatism? I can't stand. Okay. Anand? I can sing, but I can't stand. So uh, n- I can f- sing and stand. Madhu, so you're the only nationalist around. Anisha? Only if you play a movie after this. Only if you play a movie after this. Yeah. <laughs> And a Ranveer Singh movie. And a Ranveer Singh movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so should we just get straight into that first? Anand, because I know you have plenty to say. Um, I'll just tell our listeners uh, who may not know. Supreme Court says the anthem must be played before all movie screenings all over the country. All exits must be shut to prevent people from leaving during that time. Uh, Anand, uh, I will take his line, has written a piece on this. <laughs> <laughs> Two pieces on this earlier, right, Anand? You've written on national anthem being a... Well, on piece. freedom of speech, one and the other one on anthems, and yeah. And um, so the the people who passed this order, there were two judges. It was in the Supreme Court: Justice Deepak Misra and Justice Amitav Roy. Uh, Justice Misra and Justice Roy, whatever the rest of the country may be saying, including editorials in today's papers, I would like to thank you wholeheartedly because you have done what the rest of the might of Twitter and. News Laundry couldn't. You have got Anand Ranganathan back on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, clap. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Because Welcome he was back. so pissed off. He said, <laughs> he I have me. to comment on this. Yeah. And one time he came back, he was going back. So Anand, batai. back in the cesspool. Welcome. But <laughs> Anand, tell us your views on this order. Uh, have you seen all the editorials on it? Which one did you like most? And then please, from there, Manisha, carry on. And I will shut up. Well, I mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, this is, you know, uh, <clears throat> it, it has really um, shaken me to the core. And uh, I think the reason for that is that, uh, you know, you expect governments to be stupid and they are all the time. And, you know, they, they work on politics and appeasement and, you know, kind of vote banks and everything. But this thing, Supreme Court doing it, had this ring of, has this ring of finality about it, you know. 
so that you cannot approach anyone anyone other than above supreme court this parliament and of course parliament is not going to abrogate this order because all the politicians as we've seen have welcomed it including across manish tiwari including manish tiwari who who said something really very stupid, nice yeah, yeah. Oh, who if you won't stand up pakis will pakis yes, stand up if you don't stand yes. up who will stand up the pakis the pakis you know so a i mean you know that itself is a disgustingly uh, you know sorry just to interrupt yeah. you for one second it's a really worrying situation when we can't tell the difference between a hacked account's comments and the <laughs> genuine one like if someone had told me that manish tiwari's account has been hacked and he'd said that all pakis are the only ones who wouldn't show up, stand up i'd be like ha huh, it's been mm. hacked but no that's the genuine tweet but yeah. please go on Yeah so uh, I mean this is really uh, it's just disgusting okay. to be honest Manisha any uh, your no, views just elaborate like disgusting because the supreme court has done it yeah, I mean that's the first mm, thing because you know that. yeah mm. there is a finality to it mm. and secondly that uh, you know I <clears throat> I am always and I've said this also before that I'm always for respecting uh, you know judgments by and large because you know they are reasoned judgments they are based on evidence in front of them they take time the judge you know they take their own time and they elaborate and they uh, you know talk to each other and then they come to a conclusion this is just a person's point of view i mean if you look at it i mean you know you read the judgment and it is justice misra and justice uh, roy they've just uh, almost as if you know they're having tea and cupcakes and they say oh chalo yaar ye judgment likhwa dete hain you know <laughs> and <laughs> to say that exits will be closed uh, i mean no, that's that... dangerous i don't know whether they mean yes. locked or i don't think they can be locked because there is already a court judgment which mm. say that exits can Correct. never be locked uphar cinema yeah. and it happens it happens many times because i've experienced it that you want to walk out of a movie and you can't because they've locked the gates from outside to prevent like uh, people coming in without tickets yeah. uh, can i uh, go uh, on this uh, supreme court thing uh, i'm uh, slightly surprised that your um, faith in in our judiciary system because it was the supreme court that actually during the emergency said when a question was asked that no you don't have a right to life according to the yes. constitution yeah. Yeah. so it is the con- it's the supreme court that is highly susceptible to politics and the mahal around and very often they do respond to what they think is a crowd pleasing thing yeah. so i am not surprised at all madhu in that sense i would say possibly i mean you know that was post emergency that was an aberration not post it was in during i mean what i mean post the declaration the of emergency so it mm. was during no, the emergency no but everything in, if you look at what is happening today the mahal affects everything it affects business it, it affects uh, the judiciary it affects all dialogue and in this um as much as i'm extremely happy to stand up uh, for the national anthem i am a nationalist that way i do feel that nationalism and patriotism is an emotion as i've written before yes uh, uh, on this issue and an emotion cannot be dele- uh, forced or delegated or uh, uh, sort of you can't create emotion it's, yeah, I mean, it's impossible I, i think uh, you standing which, up but do you make the person feel what they're supposed to feel there was a ruling to this effect about you know it being an emotion like love i think it read something like pyar kiya nahi jata ho jata hai dil diya nahi jata ho jata hai so if you don't have that feeling madhu doesn't realize i'm joking yeah. or she doesn't find a joke funny <laughs> 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 funisha your view Uh, no, I completely agree with Anand, and the worrying aspect is how the judgment is written. And I just want to quote one little passage from it, which says, "Be it stated, a time has come that citizens of the country must realize that they live in a nation and are duty bound to show respect to That's national anthem." That's a horrible sentence. 
which is a symbol of constitutional patriotism and inherent national quality. And then it goes on to say it does not allow any different notion or the perception of individual rights. It's this, this guy is, is going to be the CGI. Yeah. Perception Deepak of Mr. individual. It yeah. does not acknowledge the. Pers- oh my this god! What's worrying? It's an extremely What is more worrying judgment. is that among my friends, we were having this discussion yesterday. Many people believe this. The conversations that I had with my friends who are not journalists said that what's the big deal? It's fifty seconds. Why can't you stand up? What no, is the? No one. We actually, as a country, don't understand that this deal. is an issue of personal belief. But you know, um, apart from it being coercion, and uh, written in a really reprehensible manner, if, if I can say so, without have you know. Uh, no, as long as you don't ascribe motive, you can yeah. say whatever you want. Right, <laughs> 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 it's becoming increasingly tough to you know uh, you not prescribe know. motive. But you know, the the fact is, if you look at the logic, so what he's trying to say is that if you stand up. and you sing the national anthem and you will be more patriotic and mm. what happens when you're patriotic that you will care for your country i mean i'm just going step by step mm. and if you care for your country you won't think ill of your country you would think always good for your country you would be a nice person you would be you know this is what but sounds like the we, communist manifesto i mean look around look around yourself <laughs> I mean, there are there are you know sixty percent of this country probably maybe more. I mean, of politicians, they are uh, uh, you know they would climb over each other to loot this country, and they've all when they were young they've sung the national anthem. So you know it doesn't make okay. sense at all. Dipanjana, uh, we've across all English newspapers, editorials have been trashing this judgment, and even tweets of everyone from Pratap Bhanu Mehta. Except to for Zaka Jacob and one News Twenty Four anchor. What did they say? Zaka Jacob said, "I'm. I hope we can all agree on this because, yeah, of course, shocking, Arnab's yeah. position has to be somehow." Yeah, because they're number one. So, <laughs> uh, any others who you think agree on this? Have you noticed? Um. So. I feel a little bit like a war survivor on this, right? Because in Maharashtra they've been playing the national anthem for a while and this exact same debate happened in Bombay when this order was passed and uh, everyone said exactly the same thing that we're hearing at a nationwide level now that it's just 52 seconds, why do you mind? Uh, how does it hurt? And what ended up happening in bombay is basically that everyone made sure that they got to the theater 15 minutes late mm. that was basically all that happened and sorry to interrupt there's also there's an interesting Dipanjana. story in first isn't, point, isn't i think the case, so, sorry yeah. isn't the case that in the in the state so many state governments have this you know mm. this uh, uh, legislation but you're not uh, forced to stand up this is unusual in, even in the maharashtra thing in fact the previous judgments are that you need not stand up Okay, um, just no, I need to say up. something here. There is an article in, uh, I think it's first post. I'll check it out for the link below, um, where a person who, a disabled person, went early into a movie hall because uh, he didn't want to inconvenience other people, and uh, got to his seat, and his wheelchair was then put aside. And, up, and when yeah. they played the national anthem, this was in yeah, Mumbai. Yeah, it was covered extensively. Right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the guy behind him beat him. So I think. this kind of uh, emotion i i wouldn't call it emotion this kind of dog whistle that is happening all over the world now in america as well as in um, in europe and now in india where uh, everybody f- feels it's okay to get aggressive whether it's verbal or physical on nationalistic issues and i think that's very dangerous the other scary thing that i feel things are closing in on us is uh this ambani's 
address we'll this morning. We'll come to Jio. Yeah. It's so just I, too I, much. I want to wind you know, up. India is becoming less than Deepanjana finished. She hasn't yeah. finished her piece on no, this. No, in fact, I wanted to ask Deepanjana because she's, you know, she was from Mumbai. I have never seen or never been to a theatre where people have actually gotten up. Oh, no, no. You, had to, you, you did have to get up because I do remember that when it had first started, there were a few of us. Um, one person who had uh, just for the purpose of exercising their individual liberty not stood up. Um, famously, relatively famously, that one of these people was Konkuna Sen Sharma, the actress. And uh, people around her abused her. I had sat down, um, I remember early on, and I was told that you, you're being seditious and I will have you arrested. So I said, go right ahead. Let's see how that works. So, I mean, it. everyone did stand up because there were threats, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, either you stood up or you came in late. And the other part is that, and this is something that we do have a piece on this uh, by Sandeep Roy, when it becomes this sort of Pavlovian, oh, the song's playing, all right, we'll get up now. Nobody is listening to anything, which might actually be a good thing given those states, one of them is in Pakistan. You know, it's not exactly a representative national anthem at this point of time. But it has now, we know that thanks to the Supreme Court, this is now going to be a chore. This is going to play while you think about the messages that you need to send or something else. Um, so, and, and any other journalists who have supported this move? I know there's well, one buffoon um, who, I think I think it's from... Mayang, was it News Mayang? 24 Mayang, yeah. channel. Yeah. He said... If you hmm. can, what, what was it? If you can stand what in line is. for tickets, yeah, why yeah. can't why you don't, stand? With so, them? what if you book on book my show? Like, I've broken, you know, four bones in my body while playing football. So, if someone says that you can play football and break your bones, you know, take a few lattes of a cop and break your bone for the country. No, dude, I, I'm happy doing it while playing. Well, and the interesting the thing is, Manak Gupta, the guy's uh, Manak Gupta. Yeah, afterwards, right. he tweeted out saying there can be exceptions for Ranchi movies. Yeah, that was a oh, beautiful part. Because so here's the thing: <laughs> we are going to pay our respects to the nation. Why for the next Sunny Leone release, for the next Grand Masti, for the next Aliens Have Landed superhero flick, things that should not require yeah. you to you know show which exactly. country you're yeah. so yeah. uh, Uniformly, we can all agree this is a most unfortunate, ridiculous development um, in line with Trump saying that you know what we'd appreciate mm. so much about America that if you burn the flag, you should be arrested. But if any of you are arrested, we have one person who has experience in contempt of court, Madhu Trehan. Madhu, what are you supposed to do? Because Anand and I are going for a film on the day of this order. That's right. And watching it, and we're going to sit. Which film are you going to watch? We don't know. First day, first show, first yeah, seat. Yeah, we we need a feel-good element. Yeah. So let's go watch a film that we can enjoy after getting bashed up. So we are going. So really. you want to sit to prove that... Uh, we shouldn't be forced to do individual this. liberties so that we disagree with that individual liberties mm. are no not space for individual yeah. Liberties. Yeah, there, that is, there, there is, is space. space for individual yeah. liberties and for in uh, what our perception of individual rights so yeah delhi mein to there'll be somebody with a gun who'll shoot you it's even scary but <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the thing like are they going to shoot you, know, you for yeah. not standing delhi or for standing i'm so confused in delhi also why would they na? shoot you for standing because no, they're not like, for don't standing. stand Okay, we'll you see. Never know. I, mean, I, I, I only worry for Abhinandan. I mean, <laughs> I don't I, I'm a nihilist. I smoke, so I, you know, don't really bother. But he's not yet gotten married. Poor guys, guy, please you know, go with so, some weapons. Yeah. Also, okay. he's back. the one we're pimping out for subscriptions. Go with some pepper spray. Go with pepper spray. I have <laughs> some. Yeah. But though, if someone beats him, spray pepper spray, then we have to leave the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting bashed, but at least watching the film. 
anyway okay we'll move on to the next uh, stuff that we have to discuss but before that i don't want to give any more time to demonetization we have given 3 weeks this is the fourth week and it's still dominating headlines to agar kisi ko demonetization pe koi nayi baat karni hai jaldi se kar do purani wali baatein fir se nahi mujhe yahi baat karni hai because you see this what you just said is is exactly how a nation goes into a stupor you see when <clears throat> and i'm sorry to quote star i think it was uncle joe stalin hmm. who said you you kill kill one man it is a tragedy and you kill a million and it is a statistic hmm. this is what happened the nation has gotten used to the daily suffering so much that there's no point talking about it so the lines are even hmm. longer the tragedy is even worse but the point is as you said and it's not it's not a uh, criticism of you abhinandan no it but if a, it is that's fine i mean no it isn't because hmm. this is what the nation now feels ki yaar ho gaya teen teen hafte se wohi baat baat kar rahe hain aage badho so the suffering continues but bahut se log aage nahi bad paaye hain wo maine bhi dekha hai although i don't know where this uh, rumor or this thesis starts that lines are reducing because on my way to office i passed three banks one is diagonally opposite this main road today was the longest line day before yesterday the line was fairly long so because it's paid day na there are lot of salaries that need to be paid in cash so right now it's going to be longer oh you're right yeah uh, but day. there's also something that i um a friend of mine put up on twitter um in vijay this is a report from vijaywada uh, this is in particular i don't think they've mentioned uh, vijaywada bank employees um they've all protested because their cashiers have by mistake been giving the wrong sums because they're not used oh to God. counting these numbers and so there's a whole oh bunch of cashiers God. who are not getting paid oh my god oh dear and it's just because they've been under so much pressure that they don't have the time to count properly that's sad but what so i thought was shocking was how uh, you know employees of the parliament house got money they got cash advance so if you are close to power you matter more i i think purely symbolically it wasn't made a big deal enough i think it should have been made a much bigger deal by the opposition and frankly speaking the best thing for the bjp right now is they have no opposition of any you know This caliber to mm. take them on otherwise just that one act the 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 optics of that could have demolished them ki bhai parliament mein alag rules hain yahan par jo kaam karte hain unko baaki jao bahar mein so two new things i'd like to say on this topic very quickly one is that uh, according to most re- reasoned estimates 95% of the 14 lakh crores that was demonetized is going to come back so so, so those, much for black. all those theories at 25% to aega ni wapas to destroy yeah, okay. so that's point number 1 point number 2 how is, do you say that because already well already 9 9 lakhs already come back so of, of the 14 the... and now they're estimating that by december 30th you know 95% would be back how so, do they know they are making estimates i mean based I mean, on how much has already come in how much is coming in how much is coming so in so kalalan thai ni well that's yeah. why they also otherwise that's the why they're changing the rules they're changing the rules every day na like tomorrow now you, till you were supposed to be able to use old currency for air tickets and at petrol pumps till mm-hmm. the 15th of december now today's the last no, day, last mm-hmm. day yeah. so they're changing rules every day ki aur kam karo kyunki ye to aate hi ja raha hai aate hi ja raha hai i don't and the second important thing just very quickly that uh, so right now um, 65% of the uh, uh, deposits have been made okay of the 14 lakh crores 65% have been made but only uh, 2.1 lakh crores which is 15% mm. of the new money has been paid to the uh, to citizens has been distributed yeah. only 2.1% uh, sorry uh, 2.1 lakh crores, crores 15% 
Now, how in so this is twenty one days, and yeah. we are barely fifteen percent. So the figure to remember is not sixty five percent that bank people have deposited. It's but how much is circul- yeah. yes, circulating? Yeah. Uh, anything new to add, uh, Manisha? No, I have to uh, one question actually. The uh, the five hundred rupee notes. Hmm. Recently, the RBI said that all the five hundred rupee notes with errors <laughs> are also, are legal also tender. going to be legal tender. <laughs> So I'm just a little confused. Isn't counterfeiting now much easier? Like we could print on our printer and yes. say, but RBI has said Very we can take idea. this. It's been a disaster. I think this has been a disaster, especially by the rule that the finance minister said today that just, you know, to ensure that people do not, uh, don't use gold as a substitute for black money cash. Uh, they've come up with that, you know, you'll be raided and if more than 500 grams of gold for married women and 250 grams of gold for unmarried women is found, then in jewelry, be, in jewelry, because unmarried women cannot have gold. No, but to the point, what is happening no, to Bappi Lahiri? If you're married and this gold has been lying in your family, then what do you do with it? Then you have to prove it. So th- the onus on the citizens. How do you prove that? That's ridiculous. That, the ho- I got married in 1969. I am not even married. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 Madhu, so you don't have a wife who was given jewelry, and I'm only allowed 100 grams of gold, which yeah, I don't even have that much. I don't know how, what grams that are. I've never, you know, I've never been to my locker in the last Aap 20 years. And I had to go for some reason, whatever. And the guy said, Those days they had password, but I couldn't remember the <laughs> password. And he said. He says, he jhaadod me. He said, log marte marte password batate aur aapko password nahi maalum and da 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 and my kids were laughing. But honestly, it's impossible to, you're supposed to go way. You have, and this is the problem and uh, I think Mine Pratap is, Bhanu Mehta wrote about this that the basic problem with this is, you know, demonetizing will work, not work, all those things aside. And I think uh, Professor Martya Sen, or is he doctor? Is he doctor? Is he doctor. Professor? Also said, and this one Professor, line, only, a lot of... Only medical... Uh, Doctors Practitioners are, doctors. are real I doctors. The the problem is that this move has made it incumbent on the citizens to prove I'm not a crook. Now everyone's a crook unless you can prove otherwise. And no, this but if is all the your biggest problem is, with this. If all your jewelry has been evaluated and you have the list hmm. and it's there, yeah. why do you have to prove where you got it from? I mean, no, but your not parents even jewelry gave it is evaluated. No one evaluated jewelry in most families I know. Who's I mean, no, my family is always fine. From the beginning, my father was very particular of paying taxes on it, and it's been always evaluated in in our family. But do I have proof that they gave it to me? No, I don't. You don't have proof. But mm. you know, this thing about crook thing, say, uh, the point is, even that is okay. See, if they had done it within a week, mm. if they'd planned it properly, people don't mind because, you know, if you if you want to take a breathalyzer, then the people who not over the limit, they also readily agree to, you know, a take breathalyzer the, test. Mm. So that that's okay. It's not, I wouldn't say, you know, that uh, <clears throat> I want to prove something, uh, you know, uh, I'm not pipe mein dakar marna hai matlab wahi hai na lekin isme aapne ca lana hai matlab hazar aur ranjish hain khair uh, i would just but like but mujhe gold se ek yaad aaya madhu you know very interesting this is so a true fact kitna so no acha wo gana sorry <laughs> you know the the gold bar hmm. not the nugget or the biscuit the gold bar brick the brick yeah hmm. I mean, when they say brick i imagine like a brick as big as the brick but you know, i saw it it's a loaf yeah. is it hmm. okay or pictures hung, at or least something like that hmm. so has anyone can, here seen a brick a gold brick. Yeah. 
I've, I mean, in uh, I've seen it on television, but of course. Not. <laughs> yeah, but you've never seen I a real seen gold brick. I've seen a real gold brick. I don't think many people have seen a real hand. gold brick. I'll, I'll just tell you where. But carry on. Yeah. So this is a true fact. If you can pick it up with your hand, I mean, a guy actually said in the in the Fed Reserve or you know where they hold the gold. If you can pick it up, it's yours, and you can't pick it up with your hand. Hey? Yes. Really? It's incredible. It's heavy. It's very I heavy. Yeah, I'll just tell you where I've seen gold and How silver bricks. How many kilos is it? Okay, I've seen gold and silver bricks. The gold bricks are a little smaller. The silver bricks are like the size of proper bricks. They're really like real heavy. building bricks. Mm-hmm. Building bricks. Gosh. Uh, I had shot at the airport for a f- film for the government only. I think we were shooting, so yeah, they were shipping some silver somewhere, and there was one case of gold bricks. The gold bricks are somewhat smaller. And I have also shot a gold brick. We were doing a show uh, of, uh, what do you call it? What do chandi or sona lagate hain mithai pe? Vark. Vark. So it is the, you know, the biggest vark maker of India. So they have silver vark for, you know, middle class people like us. Kaju barfi. Uh, and they have, they have gold vark. Oh, I've never seen a gold. So I've the never... gold vark, okay. the, where the brick is, where they actually get the vark from, that it was there in the form of a brick. And yeah, it was heavy. According to the internet, it's twelve point four kgs. Mm. A gold okay. bar. So uh, we'll just move on to the next subject. Uh, but I would just like to say, um, I have in my uh, wallet right now a two thousand rupee note and five hundred rupee notes, and I was given three thousand rupees from my mother who had stood in line, as I told you, three weeks ago. Mm. So the you whole month has passed. Heartless, Abhinandan. But I was wrong. She's on 80. She's 78. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, and uh, uh, so that's okay. But uh, so I have actually gone through the whole month by just spending 500 rupees in cash. Just saying it's possible. I've spent less. But the thing is that we have the internet. We have uh, the benefits of being able to you know, use credit the cards. shops and stuff and the credit cards. So we are not represented. You know, I, I'm not saying rep- I'm just saying that I didn't know sure. that, that was possible. I mean, Otherwise, you used to carry so much cash. So, I don't know, just people like us who have been able to make Modiji's dream of digitization and only spending a reality, this 26th January, which is the January, the Don't you think, Anand? Well, uh, you know, in fact, I'm writing it here. I'm writing it a little bit of data. Which is 833 million people a million uh, is the population of rural India, mm-hmm. 833. And it's 207 million households. Um, 76% of them um, do not have taps. 56% do not have electricity. Uh, 56% do not have toilets. Okay, But they might have Wi-Fi and Paytm. No. Yeah, so, what, uh, so this divide between the two Indias, that, mm-hmm. you know, one, people on social media, uh, Twitter economists... Or economists on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter economists. Yeah, you know, so uh. they are saying, Ki, let's go digital, let's go digital. Mm. Yeah, look at the bloody other side, you know, look right. at the So people are not able to associate themselves with this, what is happening on the other side. In fact, I'd like our viewers to watch out for Anand's next piece. It's going to be a really interesting one. It's a, it's about the economy, but yet it is philosophical as well. It's, it's He just told me about it. Sounds really exciting. Okay, we get on to the next subject. I want to start with Madhu, but before that, I have two things to plug. I'd like to tell all our listeners about News Social. The link is below. You can see the instructions. It is a new social media sharing tool that we have introduced. It's very cool. For all you really nice. cheapos who don't want to subscribe and keep whining, we'll say, okay, subscribe, don't Use a social media tool. 
you can click on that and you can sync your social media facebook twitter linkedin uh through any i mean through any one of those you'll sync that new social tool and whenever you share stuff it will go to all your social media accounts simultaneously through that one click so it makes life easier for you but here's the thing if you are one of our top 3 influencers and you are pushing our articles and uh, um, you know our, our posts out there our podcasts then every month the top 3 we will give a special merchandise news only merchandise to us news only merchandise also very cool you can buy that the link to the news only merchandise page is also below really cool t-shirts which has flower power with modi ji and amit shah's look alike they are cartoon characters we have mugs which saying mere paas sasu ma hai you know who that represents so check out our stuff check out the new social tool and please if you can't subscribe at least share stuff and earn points that is one thing and the other is we keep hovering about the 1000 subscriber mark you know we go a little upar a little niche i have the data we have about 10000 or 12000 people listen to hafta every week um that is assuming the same people aren't listening to it on soundcloud and on itunes because we have about 5000 on each now out of you even if 4000 can't pay up and make us self sufficient it's pretty sad okay enough of joking around mufat khors open your wallet and subscribe because we need to start breaking even okay and because we now need to grow so you guys are going to top it to 4000 and start making breaking it even or i know we have a lot of um investment advisors and vcs following us because i see their profiles on our social media so write in to me at abhinandan.sekri@gmail.com give us advice on our uh, revenue model and tell us what we should do in our next round should we go for another round of funding should we change our revenue model what should we do but we need you guys to get involved so use new social and do subscribe or write in to me at abhinandan.sekri@gmail.com and tell us how to make our next pitch should we change our revenue model or should we raise more capital okay coming back to hafta now madhu what do you want to go with you want to go with the nabha jail break you want to go with rahul gandhi's twitter account hack either one or you want to go with um mukesh ambani's geo cuz you were talking about that uh the jail break i thought was i hate to admit it but it was so much fun <laughs> it was a very interesting story somebody tell us the details it was so much fun i mean the way these people behaved it was straight out of a a mo- bollywood movie and i don't know it was just funny it was almost joyous i mean i don't like using those adjectives in, for people who uh, are in jail for killing and propose something right. like khalistan which i do not support mm. uh but the way things happened and their facebook pages and the birthday cakes and all that i mean it's a new kind of a criminal do you think uh, any anyone this can take this deepanna can take manisha you can take that do you think it's possible for for four or five guys to enter a high security jail fire about 100 rounds in the air not get a single bullet in return and take this guy plus four others out without inside is being involved yeah of course that's what possible? they've said that they've obviously said that but just talking about say the view the viewers watching this on television how did this even happen and and uh, and reading about it you know when you're watching us a, a movie uh, where there are robberies taking place and there's so many movies where 
you find yourself on the side of the robbers that you want them to get away with it mm. i do have that feeling sometimes i have to admit it like mm. the like the um van g- uh, guy i mean it's completely illogical and not correct of me or politically correct but the van guy who ran away with one and a half crores you know i kind of said okay <laughs> that's a cool cool <laughs> yeah. one i i sort of smiled i said good one guy got away with all of that he's gone to you know he's sitting in a village somewhere waiting for time to pass and he start has the brains to go to kovalam and sit quietly and not do anything but they never do but they, they start caught. spending he gets caught but there is an element where you do feel that okay this one poor guy got his crore and a half and got away it feels kind of good i hate to admit it dj what's the opposite of the word schadenfreude when you feel good about something that's bad that's happened um schadenfreude is like, like it would have been a stockholm syndrome if they had abducted you <laughs> <laughs> so she can't tell you the word that you're looking for but she can give you a phenomenon give that you a phenomenon i would have been and part then of say, it now please become part of that <laughs> adjust kar lijiye hmm. ultimately for me it was just police being awful again yeah like we have a story yeah, on the young very, very woman bad. who was killed right, right. Uh, because is that story up yeah okay. it is up and uh, that was really sad and this is the thing it's This soul breadwinner of the huh, family. This soul breadwinner is 24 year old. For our listeners who don't know, so when the total of six who escaped, some of them pro Khalistan militants and some just other crooks, not a single shot was fired. However, there was a car carrying five dancers that was going to perform at a wedding, and the police repeatedly shot, and one of those girls died. That's who the panel was That's talking about. That's who I'm talking about. I mean, this is a car that was uh, that had a male driver, the guy who runs the troupe, and this young girl, 24 year old. woman who was in the passenger seat they according to the police they were coming at such insane speeds that they got scared and fired at this uh, car um why were they not firing at the tires why were they firing so that this woman was literally shot dead immediately no explanations for any of this so you sort of look at this jail where um you have these high security prisoners and yet they're just basically partying their way through if their facebook is any so they indication. have access to facebook and they post they ha- on facebook they post on facebook from within jail they have a more eventful social life in jail than i do as a free person outside <laughs> but that's also because i'm boring and bengali so that's a different problem but the point is that they did have access to the internet they're having a you know they've got these cakes that they're cutting and there are these songs that they're recommending and poses that they're doing someone else sends them a also photo with, with a guns, gun posing with guns yeah but that was the brother who's yeah. presumably out outside. So these are all these photographs and stuff of this, you know, reasonably sort of gangster life that you kind of see. The reality is that these are people whom the police has no control over, clearly. And then when they fire, there's a random innocent citizen who dies. A, other than this girl there was this one more guy who died. There were two people who died. Yeah, it's in horrible. The, in the I post. mean, it's just what what gets me is how little coverage that got. You know, if you get it on on video uh, you know someone arnav used to outrage all the time vip this thing how what ki barrier nahi khola poch kar diya line this was something to outrage about this was something and i'm just wondering the cops just shot dead someone and that's and it. let go six convicts and, and that's yes it. because let's not forget these six crossed the borders went out of the state of punjab they've been Met. apprehended yeah. but outside So um yeah this was this was kind of awful sorry to be the black hole of fun about this no, but Manisha also, Anand you know the the guy who was caught hmm. 
he was almost as if uh, i mean you remember he had a huge Minto beard tikku what's it yeah that? and he, he trimmed the beard in mm. fact that was one of the, so you know it's like he didn't want to completely shave, shave uh, it off, the thing right. it's like almost like oh i don't want to look very different why don't you just you know itna ha itna nahi ho payega because cutter honge na he cannot but even become trimming more, is problematic in if fact that, that was the thing that got him caught because the policeman saw this is a, the very bad trimming <laughs> but the other <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a sartorial problem this was actually going in my clothes line but you know the other the other scary thing is and this i have seen in the airports as well mm. so this guy was apprehended at the railway station inside on a platform he was carrying a gun so how easy it is to actually just go inside and this is what happens in our airports as well you know mm. if you remember, you can take your suitcases in all you have to show is your i card so there is no x ray there is no checking and uh, this is what happened in the was it the uh, brussels airport that although they could not get inside after right, the security right. check but they went inside the uh, inside the airport the lounge, and if you look yeah. at any of indian airports inside they're like thousands of people inside so you know right yeah it is it is uh, scary. manisha yeah. anything before we move no, on no nothing on nabab but i think i'd like to speak on mukesh quite okay, a mukesh, lot one sec also Mr. on my facebook pages there's uh, as they're coming into jail it's almost like some leaders when they're being brought to court from jail uh, this this is posted on their facebook pages that they walk from the jail escorted looking really well fed clean mm. well groomed well dressed and uh, their mothers or sisters waiting there they touch their feet they hug they kiss and there's a crowd singing gurbani it's like heroes and well, their facebook pages also include bhagat singh Yes well given the supreme court order on the national anthem i hope we're taken as heroes when we're sort of marched frog marched into jail <laughs> for not having stood but you know on a light 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 hearted note i would like to recommend maybe ask the panel to recommend a few jailbreak movies you know okay <laughs> i can think of shawshank uh, yes shawshank redemption and there was one 1950s french movie called i think the hole which is absolutely brilliant okay stalag so, 17 That's another fifties, sixties movie. Okay. My, I don't have a full movie about a jailbreak, but my favorite jailbreak sequences of Shole. Under Chaku, Achuka. Okay, uh, we'll just move on to Geo uh, Manisha. You can start, and then Madhu can carry on. And Madhu had something to say about that. But before that, I have a letter, an email from a subscriber. Um, so all of you who want to write in, you can write in to us at contact at newslaundry dot com, and give us your suggestions. but if you have any advice uh, regarding our revenue model or investment abhinandan.sekri@gmail.com so this letter is from mr x while he has given his name he has requested hey guys big hello from germany before going forward to the mail please know that you're not allowed to reveal my identity you can reveal the mail if you like but not my name i don't generally write to news organizations but there are some things which don't leave my mind and hence thought of writing so i can forget about it and plus it may give you some links some things to think about first and foremost about the decision discussion that happened about mumbai and the way mumbaikers react to policy decisions or the lack of reaction compared to other parts of the country or delhi to be precise it is true to a certain extent but somehow i don't agree with the reasons for it here is my take the fact that most people in mumbai are outsiders makes them not take active part in the civil discourse happening in mumbai hence the lack of lack and apathy and the lack of action uh here mr x is talking about our discussion that we had that when i made yeah. that statement that mumbai is just so disconnected and it's just so dumb to dumb is yeah. the word you used no, so that's an argument saying? that you so and i dumb. have pending <coughs> yeah no, no, what is he seven. saying so he's, he's saying that i think that's a very good point he says he says it's true it's there's all outsiders i don't how is it all outsiders 
Mumbai people is who vote, a city of Im- who, immigrants. No, no, no. That may be so that new people keep coming. Mm. But there are huge popul. There's a huge percentage of the population who are old Mumbaikers generationally. Which is so, why, which is why the Marathi Manus lobby is so strong there because all of them are the Marathi Manus and Shiv Sena and MNS can tap into that. The others are not like, for example, no, Delhi no, Parsis, has a very the uh, you know uh, the Gujarati. There is a mixture over there, and I think we have to look at the figures to come to this okay, kind Mr. of conclusion. Okay, Mr. X, Madhu doesn't agree, but I kind of see. They're not. They're, this is just a Kenneki baat ke. They're all from outside, you know. Also, they may be involved. They may not be involved. But I do know that in Mumbai, they are extremely active. They're activists on on. Uh, civic amenities and and uh, social situations they are active in that but there are some things which they just choose not to be okay then uh, what else mr x says is um so anyway he's gone on to elaborate on that you can read his full mail without his name uh, in the mail section he says uh, uh, as see, see, can be seen the two links below that when the entire ARP movement happened the largest donations were from delhi and the second were from mumbai so therefore mumbai is way more politically aware than others and you guys need to shorten your podcast or make it crisp he has some suggestions he says one hour is too long it should be 20 minutes like John Stewart well my friend John Stewart has 20 writers writing punchlines and setup lines we just wing it here so that's one thing I'd like to point out but we will be having Not 20 53 53 writers right and they're here they're just really? six of us really 53 writers for 20 and, minutes wow and uh, but but the idea of this is different uh, this is an excess in transparency and if we can give you some information while doing that also we will be putting out an abridged version of Hafta you have read our mind as soon as the paywall goes up because some of our stuff is going to be behind the paywall including the full Hafta but an abridged version of the Hafta will be outside the paywall. That will be five to seven minutes. Another thing our friends suggest here that if you are getting too much hate pill, maybe put comment section only for subscribers. Again, you have read our mind. As soon as the paywall goes up, only subscribers will be able to comment. And no one else will be able to comment. So, we will give you a message. And he said that if you have to give a message, you will on that, there should be a penny jar to which Abhinandan should contribute every time he uses an expletive. <laughs> so you notice I haven't used one this entire podcast. Yeah. He has some you great know, ideas. But this thing about, sorry to interrupt, about the 20 minutes thing. You see, like uh, at any given point, there are five of us, five panelists. Okay, Sometimes And if six. there's a guest, there's six. And if you give two minutes to each, you know, that's about 12 minutes on just one topic. So You only uh, do know. justice. Yeah, We'll be like this. And finally, he said... Um, the bottom line is comedians use expletives that too to stress a point journalists don't apart from Ooh. few minor things you are mm. doing great and I'm hopeful for the future of News Laundry thank you my friend who shall not be named uh, but two of your suggestions are great and we're actually already incorporating those so hope you continue to listen in now I will hand over the floor to Madhu and Manisha please tell our viewers what happened who all covered it and your take hmm. So, in the afternoon today, the Reliance Industries Chairman and Managing Director Mukesh Ambani gave a speech at the Reliance Corporate Park in Mumbai. It was a speech he was addressing stakeholders and employees. Uh, There were some important announcements that he made, like the freebies, uh, the voice data that is free right now will continue till March 31st. He also announced that there will be something called Geo Money, uh, you know, in the context of demonetization. You know, it'll be something, it'll be like a a merchant, a digital retail ecosystem. And uh, various announcements like that, a lot of PR spiel also, like we're the fastest, we're the best, blah, blah, blah. 
what was amazing faster to me faster than facebook and whatsapp we are growing faster we're growing faster we're facebook. also fastest in terms of data uh, which i doubt i think airtel is still the fastest business standard had done a story debunking that i think yeah so to me what was amazing was this whole speech was shown in its entirety across tv channels india today times now ndtv cnn newsx aaj tak india news every channel this is only next to the kind of coverage a prime minister speech gets this is not i agree that this is very newsy and that you know jio is the latest entrant in telecommunications business so it deserves coverage you widely would have a reporter there who would then relay information back to studio saying that this is what happened these were the key announcements that's how you traditionally report on it this is after all just a speech that he's giving to his employees and stakeholders instead you had the entire speech play out on tv channels so you've just given him absolute space to just talk about how great jio is this is nothing other than pr and i i haven't seen this for any other uh, industry chief or any other company apple no you don't have a live no. broadcast I on news channels not this apple doesn't uh, on on any american channel you think that apple would get this kind of coverage mm. No. No, no but but if not. Apple had about 400 crores in each of those channels they might. <laughs> exactly. That's no, exactly. I, I, actually, I don't find this geo thing story a laughing matter at all. I'm extremely disturbed. I'm extremely worried. I think um the paradigm is changing so fast and in such a difficult area that I'm really scared. I'm really frightened in for India. In what sense? Explain. Well, see when narendra modi came into power in the first week of his becoming prime minister he announced that the new, that the press will no longer set the agenda we will set the agenda and when he speaks we should listen because he really lives up to it and he has set the agenda he the the press no longer is has access to ask the questions they might think that needs to be asked to exist as a fourth estate so that part is settled we are no longer uh, in a position we might have the freedom to do so but we are not in a position to ask these questions so there are no answers he speaks to us when it he doesn't speak to us he speaks to the nation hmm. and we cover it that's it and we have no choice because you have to cover it every channel will cover his live broadcast or whether it's live that's another issue that we have to discuss hmm. secondly now when the second part of the paradigm in which we say sab mile hue hain sab crony capitalism ye wo the fact that he appeared in an ad for jio when jio was launched the prime minister appeared that to me was disturbing enough now for uh, mukesh ambani to have taken over a uh, space time on channels Uh, I don't know if it was paid for. I don't know if it was asked for. I don't know what the deal was. I don't know if no one clarified. Nobody clarified. And that. that's the thing; they don't clarify it. They even haven't clarified exactly. the life. Exactly, it's a big. Everything's a big mystery now. You aren't allowed to ask. If you ask uh, uh, anyone, if you say ask, for example, Mukesh Ambani's PR company, and say that w- did you pay for your time? or is was this an advertorial was it paid news what was it or if you ask a channel i don't think we're going to get any answers so we're in a position right now where we really un, in a in a really propaganda age yes it's it's everything with with uh trump being covered 
uh, from tweets. Hmm. Journalism in, in America has now become tweet coverage. Every time he tweets something insane, everybody goes around in a, and writes articles about his single tweet of six words. And hmm. now we've got this situation in which these disturbing... It's disturbingly creeping in where uh, things are pointing, the wind is blowing in a particular direction and the signs are so clear that uh, people who have, of my age, who've had experience of these kind of mahal kaise badal raha hai, that's where it's at now. The mahal has become extremely frightening. All the more reason you need to subscribe, Deepanjana. So here's, I mean, of course, it's absolutely and completely reprehensible, like both Manisha and Madhu were saying, that um, every single channel would cover this. But here's what was additionally galling and um, ugh, disturbing. We didn't know where this was happening because no one bothered to tell us. It was just Bombay. Mm. Was it an AGM? Because then it's the second AGM they've had in one year. But anyway, what was this meeting? No specifics. He's going around making claims like what we were talking about just now, what Manisha was saying about, you know, Faster rates of than growth Facebook. and this, that mm. and the other. Any fact checking? There are all of these business channels, etc. that are sitting there. All of these anchors who are sitting there. I didn't see any program after that or even a ticker at the bottom that said, no. Life fact checking. <laughs> right? This mm. is not really what's happening. You have entire bureaus that are just sitting there and they're like, oh yeah, okay. But it's Mukesh Ambani. Which is why a live coverage like this is just not good. You need a reporter there that listens, absorbs, indeed, gets back to the studio, has yeah. his bullshit detector in place and can sift the PR from the news. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, 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 that's what acceptable. has happened traditionally. I don't know why, when well, this has this become is what okay. I'm saying that all the good traditions, and I'm not one for withholding every tradition, but the good traditions are falling apart. They're just asking a question such as, can we see evidence of your strategical strikes, which is a normal question. But, but you're anti-national. You're but, anti-national. But I'm sorry, very, I am not anti-national, but, but I'm a journalist and I need to know. But very rational people have started taking that line, which is worrying. Now... Um, yeah, you know, one interesting aspect of this is, see, we, I mean, the recently um, held American election. So, we know, I mean, Trump is a billionaire. I think he has less wealth than Mukesh Ambani, if I'm not mistaken. He's nine nine billion. Probably, mm. yeah. Yeah, Mukesh is probably. I mean, Ambani has never filed for bankruptcy. Let's not forget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But you know, uh, we know how the American media, mm. majority of American media, really went after Donald Trump. Really, you know, I mean, they didn't care a damn about who the hell this guy was. They pilloried mm. him sometimes justly, sometimes not. New York whatever. Times still is to still this day. Is. I mean, whatever. yesterday this now just imagine came Mukesh Ambani, his... who has more wealth than Donald Trump, decides to uh, you know uh, stand uh, for prime ministership of this country. How mm. would our media treat him? Oh God! Oh my God! They'd fall. <laughs> That's like, just such a nightmare. That, and he can easily do it. I mean, you know, he has the money. But why bother when he can run it? Like, yeah, he's without, running it anyway. without getting well, it. <laughs> I mean, the same question could be asked of Trump. Why to bother? Be fair, he has nine billion dollars. No, but he, he's look at not, the power he has. No, no, no. The difference is that Trump was did not and have access to policy in Obama's time or in any other even Republican's time. He had no access to policy. His access was basically to give money to politicians for their candidate for their campaigns. But Mukesh Ambani has always had access from in Mukesh, uh, Dhirubhai Ambani access to government to control policies the way they want. So why would he want to become prime minister? He, does, he doesn't need to. Okay, uh, I'm just going to tell you what else happened because I want a longish discussion on this. So we will just now discuss one thing 
and I'll just tell our listeners all that happened. Rahul Gandhi and Congress's Twitter accounts are hacked, and some very hysterical and homophobic and disturbing tweets went out. But the whole situation I thought was very funny. There was an attack in Nagrota where uh, militants, which is very close to Jammu, they came very deep in. A lot has been written about this that you know people lost their lives and the surgical strikes have not acted as a deterrence. And there was, of course, which you may have read about. Uh, the press release by the Pakistani government on the conversation between Trump and Nawaz Sharif, to That's which the joke of the century, which which the CNN, uh, all the American commentators are really pissed off with Nawaz that how can he release this, this is the most dumb thing and <laughs> Trump should just dress Nawaz Sharif down and I was just thinking and apologies to our Pakistani listeners, no disrespect meant in that sense, but the way pakistan like i remember um who was that lady uh the secretary of defense um, who called it an international migraine pakistan madeline albright right the way their policymakers have addressed pakistan even their panelists today they were saying he's just called nawaz sharif and given dressing down he's being tried for corruption i mean the way they talk about pakistan it's it's like some teacher lallu who they can slap each time i was just watching cnn don lemon's show this morning so i mean i just i, I mean I, I, I'm really fascinated by the U.S.-Pakistan relationship. How can this be a friendship, but yet it continues to be? I think in context to that, that when Obama first came, when he campaigned initially, and he was said that he was going to close down Guantanamo Bay, he was going to withdraw American troops everywhere, and this happens every time. Uh, I think genuinely the presidents, when they're campaigning, they believe that they will do these things. And when they, they get into they power, can't. the FBI and CIA give them the information, to the same kind of information, that they just uh, laugh. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, but you can't do this because of this, this, this. Yeah. And then each president behaves the same way. So Trump thought that Pakistanis should not be allowed from uh, to come into um, to America. Muslims, Muslims, Muslims should mm-hmm. not be, but also mentioned terror-based countries. Countries from terror-based, which is Pakistan. Uh, yeah, which is Pakistan. So. Um, now the FBI and CIA has spoken to him that uh, the balance of power that you need to keep uh, Pakistan, uh, happy. Pakistan happy while we do this, we do that. And that. So he's spouting that. I would presume if this, con- I don't believe this conversation is true. I think Nawaz Sharif ne aise pakwas kar diya. Sheikh Chilli wasn't, wasn't he the one who uh, got your plane delayed? Yeah. <laughs> Anisha, you want to say something? Okay, I'm going to quickly read out two mails from our subscribers. This is from Aditya Baliga. Hafta team, long-time subscriber here. I really enjoy the Hafta and it's compulsory to be on Saturday mornings. Uh, he's said nice things about us and then he's saying there is too much bad news going around. So his suggestion for the 100th episode is that you get few of your favorite guests and well-wishers and discuss news that makes you happy about being Indian. Your 100th should be a a good news Hafta and not nice, a bad news Hafta. Nice. It's a it's a nice idea. Mm. I think that's that's interesting. That's a massive challenge. <laughs> There's always more good in the world than bad. Not, not to break with the tradition. No, no, sorry. I was just saying that not to break with the tradition. Um, I have written a piece on, you know, good news <laughs> and bad news. But you know, uh, this month, we can't even pull Anand's leg about because saying he, that because he really has been yeah. writing yes. so much for us and so many good things. Well done. Okay, and uh, I have one more email. Uh, this is the last one for the week. This is from Ankur Pordar. Hi to the News Laundry team. I can proudly say that I'm no longer a Mufat Khor. Thank you, Ankur. Aye. I wish more people thought like you because you guys, you got to subscribe and top it up to 4,000 subscribers or give me ideas of how we should change our revenue model and get investment in. 
Anyway, so Ankur goes on to say, I just subscribed a couple of weeks back. I've been listening to Anil Hafta and now you're in the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Yay! Hello, hello. Even though I find so many issues that he disagrees with in the Hafta, I finally subscribed mainly due to the fact that I like people who don't just criticize but actually try to fix things that are wrong. And you are the ones de- trying a decent... You are the one only decent news source that is actually trying to fix the way media works. Wish you the best. While I may not be as learned as many subscribers, I'm just a C and an MB in a regular corporate job. Very funny, uh-huh. sir. <laughs> I do have certain things to point out about the Hafta, which I think may be useful. Uh, he says that he had a very low opinion of Chetan Bhagat and once he heard Chetan here, he had a higher opinion because he talks a lot of sense. I think it's the environment because we don't <laughs> fight with each other and bash up each other. No? Isn't it? Come yep, on, guys. Take I agree. Break. He often agrees with Ranga Uncle, although not always. Thank you. And he agrees with uh, Kanchanda a lot. He agreed 100%. He says, please keep this up. However, even if the Hafta drags a little longer, I don't mind, but request Abhinandan to not follow in the footsteps of Arnab Goswami and cut off guests midway and impose their own views on them. Hi, that's harsh. Okay, I'll change the caldo sabke. Yeah, yeah. Ankur, this is this is. Oh, that reminds me. CNN, CNN IBN, it's called CNN News now. CNN News 18. News 18 is running huge billboards and ads of... CNN beats Times now. Yes. But here's yeah? the thing. They might actually be doing that okay. for once for statistics because, and this I really didn't think I'd see of Times now, um, Nagrota attack that night, primetime coverage, a hashtag which had the words Pakistan and terror in it. Guess how many tweets there were going around on during news hour? How many? Usually, when by usually I mean when uh, Arnab was, Arnab was, was 10, still 000, there. 20, yeah, it's minimum of two thousand, three thousand, seven hundred and fifty. Yeah, Arnab's going differently. Has anyway, Ankur Podar goes on to say regarding suggestions for the hundredth episode. I think the suggestion of critiquing yourself is a fantastic suggestion. He said the last hafta left a bad taste in my mouth because um, while you're trying to do a great thing by trying to make news independent, but you are very much like armchair critics who have very opinionated views and who are not all open to criticism. By the way, I googled what is the word for such people and the first result that came up was pompous ass. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So he goes on to say when someone What's felt the you are... of that? You are Bengalis. Any- <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We're horrible. He goes on to say that when someone felt you are elitist, you spent almost 10 minutes trying to justify why you're not. <laughs> I think only... Uh, you should brush aside by saying everyone has a right to their viewpoint. Actually, uh, you know, this is me saying, Abhinandan saying, I do. I find that a very foolish response because of course that's a given. Everyone has a right to their viewpoint. I think a viewpoint becomes more engaging when you try to explain why you have that viewpoint. Because everybody has, everybody has a right to say that I hate Muslims, I hate people of this community, that community. They have a right to dislike them. But to articulate why is what makes conversations interesting. So that's why we explained and nothing gets me more than being called elitist. That really pisses me off. So if that's you want to read some a really funny article, huh. which I don't know if it's intended to be funny, but a really funny article reviewing Ivanka Trump's book in which she writes about... Um, her childhood. Her childhood. And uh, she, uh, how, what a deprived childhood she yeah. had because she lived in such a fancy neighborhood that they didn't have a place to put a lemonade stand. She wanted to set up a lemonade stand so she couldn't and put one up. So oh. she couldn't put one up. Yeah. And so sad. Lastly, Ankur says <laughs> that for all the criticism of demonetization, including the ones on your show, especially about the mismanagement, he's saying everyone is being too hasty in criticizing the government. It's not perfect, but they're trying. And in my opinion, criticizing is the easiest thing to do in the world. The reason I support Modi is the same reason I support News Laundry. Oh my God. At least he is trying to do something about it. And regarding the mismanagement, well, managing such a huge thing cannot be easy. 
He says, aside from this, I subscribed and received payment confirmation news laundry, but I am not able to log in since today morning because there are tech glitches that happen. So you see, criticizing is easy, but doing things is difficult. <laughs> if you can't get your payment and website to work smoothly even after four years, imagine the difficulty of managing this whole move of demonetization. So let's not be too hasty in judging. Just like very people shouldn't be very... Very nicely put. To be fair, uh, once we've got our... Uh, from the point that we've started up our new website, etc., I think we'll have actually sorted it out in less than 50 days. But I do appreciate <laughs> both the subscription and, and the observation. And we didn't have any lines standing so outside. You. I think Ankur has... I do want a line of subscribers. <laughs> that would be lovely. But thank you, Ankur. All points Ankur, taken. Ankur, you made your points very well. Now, see, that's very well articulated. You could have said, I think all of you suck, you're idiots, and that's my point of view. But you have said, Why? And that's what makes the conversation interesting. So, Madhu, a few weeks ago when you weren't here, there was an email that uh, who respected you a lot. In fact, he said your story should be compulsory. Um, some of your stuff should be compulsory reading in journalism school. But he was very disappointed with you saying that some cultures are more prone to dropping the nuclear bomb, especially when they believe 72 virgins are waiting. He suggested that, you know, there was it was an Islamophobic comment. You weren't yeah. here, so please. He wrote, he wrote in his mail mm. and he gave evidence that all the bombs and all the violence that has taken place has been done by... Uh, the Western countries. The Western countries. But uh, my response to that is that the period that he chose to report on was when uh, America had the nuclear bomb and very few, uh, uh, no other countries did. And uh, to be comparing uh, the terrorist attacks that took place in the last 15 years to the period uh, which was when uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki were bombed is not correct. It's not... But that's not the only example he gave. Not, he listed yeah, a whole bunch that's of... That's fine. That's fine. Attacks. The point is that I'm not justifying... I'm not saying that America has not been violent. America... Th there was a saying during the Vietnam War that the sun never sets on blood shed by the American government. And that was true. And I do believe that for some reason, uh, there have been huge number of un uh, articles, enough to fill many, many but yet America gets libraries, that, that uh, America's economy needs a war going on in some part of the world where they're, and they don't care that their young boys are killed or whatever, but it needs. So that's a separate subject. I do not support American violence. So saying that the Americans were, are and were more violent does not make this okay. There's no comparison. All right? Cool. So leave that comparison aside. The reason why I said it, although there, um, there are many, and he suggested that I watch this TED Talk, and I read up a lot of it, a lot since he uh, wrote that email, uh, there are two schools of thought uh, of Islamists, and there are, um, in, there's enough material that supports this ver version that Quran may likha hua hai, right. that they will the get... Wahhabi, yeah. The Wahhabi, And then extreme. there are other versions that hur does not mean uh, women, it means raisins. Mm. But then the other side says that how can raisins be described as beauteous bodies that... Uh, uh, that never get old, that never need to go to the toilet, that are fresh and lovely and are always available to their man. I mean, those are not reasons. Okay, so there is, this is a debatable point amongst Islamists al already. Now, this religion, what I'm saying, has been used for an extreme amount of violence around the world in the last 15 years. So I do stand by it. Okay, so that's Madhu's view. Um, now, that's it for the emails. Now, the last subject that I'd like to talk about and this may go on for another 10-12 minutes, is Fidel Castro's death, on which 
um there were a lot of eulogizing of what a great man he was and stuff and uh, obituary is written and you know anand wrote a searing piece ripping all those people to shreds <laughs> uh and i read the piece and i really like it and i will just say fidel castro is not my hero but i have a lot of respect for che <laughs> a lot <laughs> now here's where so first of all everyone has to read anand's piece on this uh i'll just tell you anand why i'm saying what i'm saying and then you can you know tell me and then please others come in is that the two things that we have to keep in mind one is i think you are being a little unfair to leaders like modi or other world leaders also because when a world leader dies yeah it doesn't matter what you think of him you have to say bada dukh hua no no but this is different the wo to sabko matlab george bush bhi marega to log bolenge na the condolence that was given by modi when lee died hmm. you can clearly make out i mean lee was his hero i mean that's not there's no yeah, doubt yeah lee when you show sure, but but about, in this case it it was like a condolence of any any world leader would have to give another world leader for example if you know tomorrow if when george bush dies whoever is in charge of india would have to you know give that you know uh, that was one point the other thing that i think one has to keep in mind is the context you know when you said that he sent you know homosexuals to concentration camps or, or labor camps where they could be cured like a baba ramdev it is i agree it is horrible but that's at a time when most of the western world also they were criminals homosexuality was a crime he wasn't alone in that it's like saying Abraham Lincoln was racist because he had slaves. Everyone had slaves, but for his time, he was very progressive. So that was one point, and I think why people like Che are. I would highly recommend a book to all our listeners uh, by uh, you know John Lee Anderson, who's a award-winning journalist, and it is a very it's a very thick biography of Che, and it doesn't. I interviewed him on that did. book oh. at the Jaipur Literature Festival, hmm. so I had to read the book. it's fascinating and, and when and it's very balanced he doesn't kind I, of gloss uh, over and when i did interview him he was in the process of writing a book on fidel castro and there was a very important contact um someone who li- lives in goa right now uh who, which i gave to him i don't know whether he interv- interviewed her okay oh like that one of the many beauty so so my point is that i can understand i'll explain why I understand why Che is a heroic figure. I mean, do you see the grey at all, or it's that he's only evil and there's yeah, nothing I, wrong? Yeah, I cannot see the grey. I, I cannot see the grey, and I'll, I'll give you a few reasons for why I can't. Because if you want to see the grey, then you also have to accept that people who are slotted into this grey area, they have done good things, and the fact that. you know there is something called the universal human rights i mean you know there wouldn't be a united nations or there wouldn't be universal human rights if we didn't think so so otherwise you can say well saudis are well within their rights to discriminate against women to have you know all these rules every nation we need not criticize it because that's the nation's rule so we can you know on that side you can say chinese are well you know they they have mao on their currency like we have gandhi they have mao so let's respect mao so i mean i i do admit that i have this problem of the gray and i've you know after you've kind of elaborated it <laughs> over a year rather irritatingly but you know <laughs> i've i have managed to see this i have this problem but fidel but castro my... did issue regrets on his behavior yeah, towards the gay community he said i wasn't paying 
attention enough. Yeah, so I was like paying attention to more important other, things, other which important explains issues, everything. Yeah. Like mm. recruiting Nazi SS officers yeah. to train his army. Mm. You know, I mean, the, the, the whole point is grey exists. Okay, so it in my in my case, I'm just talking about my this thing is that either you believe a person has done a uh, few rights, but he's done such obnoxious wrongs right. that you have to judge him. I mean, this this judging... That kind of overshadows all the... It's a, it's a so it cost-benefit analysis kind of it, thing. Yeah, so which is exactly what I meant when I said case-by-case case basis. Now, you know, it is, it, it is beyond doubt that Hitler also did some good things. I mean, it's, I feel ashamed saying that, but I'm just talking about, you know, building roads, highways. Germany had, uh, uh, you know, basically it overcame the inflation. Plus they had this, this Reich, you know, it kind of expanded his Reich to Africa. So you can say, you know, that way you but can explain But his evil anything. was so huge that none of that matters. But was the evil of Che that huge that it overshadows everything else he did? Well, again, you see, the other thing is he, uh, you know, the if you're judging by evil, then you have to just judge Again, I would point to what Gandhi did, and this this is where I, you know, so I that Kasturba example no, no, that you give. That. So there's another another. She's at the height of the uh, non-cooperation movement. You had the Chori Chora incident, hmm. and you had five police officers killed. And Mahatma Gandhi next day said, "Well, I'm calling off the whole movement." They were movement. five, or they were the, the five police officers okay. who were. Uh, hmm. Uh, I, I beg I, your pardon. I think there were twenty-eight uh, or, or something. Maybe were, five uh, police officers, and you know, others. So right. there was hmm. a few uh, hmm. uh, police casualties. Hmm. Um, and then Mahatma Gandhi called off uh, the whole non-cooperation movement and Jinnah, Patel, Nehru said, that, why are you doing this? Mm. Only five people were killed. You have this whole... 20, you know, two, 20, 22, 22 okay, policemen 20, and yeah. Yeah, three civilians. Okay, three civilians. Uh, said, you have you know 300 million people who are going to topple the British Empire. You, you worried about these 20 odd people and Gandhiji said, tell that, tell this to the widows of those 20 people killed. All right. So when you're saying that, uh, how would you define the the evil uh, deeds of Che? Were they as evil as Hitler's or Mao's or Pol Pot? You know, mm. probably not. But then again, you've gone into this thing of defining what evil is. But I'll come back to that. DJ, your view? Uh, two things. One was that there was a quite um, amusing article in the Guardian. Hmm. Uh, just after Fidel Castro's death was announced on the same day that we were doing Speak Out, incidentally, hmm. um, where countries were trying to figure out who to send for the funeral. Because no nobody, no head of state wants to go. Hmm. Because, you know, yes, Obama went and shook hands with Raul Castro and whatever, but it's still, it's still hmm. a rogue nation, as it were. Um, I would like to recommend uh, an old Radiolab Lab. Uh, episode called Los Frikis, uh, which was about... So anyone who had AIDS, among the many people that uh, Castro sent off into their own little dungeons were those who had AIDS. Hmm, correct. Um, and uh, this program, uh, this podcast that Ra Radiolab did in collaboration with a Latin American radio station, they found people who were in these... Um, in one particular camp for AIDS um, patients who made a punk rock revival in Cuba sitting there. Because they were patients, they had to be given access to A drugs, which helped. Um, and mm. they had certain freedoms that you didn't actually have outside. So as so people on death row, they were more free than the living who were outside. Now, I'm asking you to listen to this partly because it's a, it's a really fascinating story and these are fabulous characters that you get to hear. But it also 
it also brings home just how deprived a nation Cuba ended up being because of Fidel Castro. Right. That someone literally on death row has a better life than a healthy, free human being outside. I'd like to mm. recommend this film. I was looking for it. I've forgotten the name. I'd like to recommend this film, Before Night Falls, which mm. um, tells the life story of uh, the Cuban novelist, Rinaldo Arenas, who was persecuted by the Castro regime because his writing and homosexuality defied socialist orthodoxy. And this is made by um, Julian Schnabel. And starring Javier Bardem, so delicious in this film. uh, And uh, he also made the film on Basquiat. Basquiat, Are any of you familiar with Julian Schnabel? Yes. No, I'm not. Uh, amazing he's an artist mm. but he's an amazing character artisan painter artist or yeah painter yeah. artist mm. filmmaker and, and now he's been a filmmaker he made this amazing film with Diving Bell and Butterfly as oh, well. unbearably beautiful yes. I, you know it's uh, can I tell that because it's really an important thing tell that it's um, you always wonder whether a person who is disabled or in a coma, whether they can hear you or see you. Mm. So this is based on a real story of uh, a man who could not communicate. Uh, he was uh, para- a paraplegic. He, I think, had a uh, car accident at the end of which all he could move was, was his eye eyes. down. Yeah. And uh, so sorry, he, all that, everything sorry, so below he, eyes were paralyzed. Eyelid, so yeah. everyone just sort of naturally like most people think that he's not getting anything so nobody would talk to him he developed a communication uh, system with his nurse and they uh, he wrote a book with blinking his eyelids yes. oh I've heard of this Incredible. one right okay I think he won an Oscar the, as well and the film is shot things, yeah. through behind his yeah. face no I think a lot of how you judge people coming to your grey and black and white question is how much of their philosophy do you uh, ascribe to and for you it is true that most of the people you hate are all communists. <laughs> no, that's not like, true at all. But you're, 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 you're very, harsher on you're, them. You're harsher on communists. Say Modi was to die tomorrow yeah. and there were obits just talking about 2002 again and again. or whatever. I mean, for some people that could be the biggest crime and you would, you would not want to talk about 2014 or the good that he achieved in the past two years. Would you buy that? Well, I mean... I mean, if, how do you... So, for I mean, talking of Modi, for example, hmm. I mean, if the man is was convicted of his role. But was Castro? No, he wasn't He convicted. wasn't. I mean, are he we going to use convicted. that? Well, you know, so when you t- you're talking of Castro as a different country. So, for example, a Saudi king would never be convicted of, you know, atrocities so committed against himself. One can use that logic for Modi. What I'm saying is the conviction no, I mean, is not... You, I mean, what one sees, for example, Kennedy. So, I, w- I would, for example... I mean, I, Obama, I would always hold Modi... I mean, talking of Modi, I would always hold him responsible for the riots that happened under his watch. There is hmm. no doubt about it, you know. So... But uh, basically, now, basically, you know, the point I wanted to make was... But there's one important point, just one small point I want to make. Now, you see, I, I have no problem with isms. So, you know, people are fallible. They be, some believe in socialism, in capitalism, communism, whatever. The problem is a lot of deaths need not be sanctioned death. It can happen because of your policies. Now, mm. like Mao, for example. Now, Mao didn't say, I want to kill 60 million Chinese. Mm. He just said, you know, let's have this great uh, cultural, cultural revolution. revolution, you see. Mm. The point is these isms are more palatable when they're in a democracy. So like in Kerala right now, there's this communist rule. I don't mind that because when, you know, when harm begins to happen, people can vote them out and people have voted them out. They voted them in as well. But when you have a dictatorial regime like Cuba, like North Korea, that is when isms make their maximum damage because you cannot vote those 
yeah things now, are coming to that for me it's beyond isms as well i'll tell you i i think what makes someone like chair <laughs> i and i have know. you know cuz i have you know I've really incidentally I have worn chair t-shirts as well when I was no, young no, no. I, do, I don't really have I <laughs> just wear kurta pajamas unimaginable I have, I have. no you know the point I'm making is in your hierarchy of what you respect what ends up being your predominant character trait that you respect is what will I think determine what you forgive and what you allow like for me it is not bending like I will break but I will not bend I think chair had that and for me that is above and beyond any other character you know this thing that you have like for example a lot of people call savarkar veer savarkar i don't think there was anything veer about savarkar when the shit hit the fan he buckled and how he buckled and history is witness to that okay the rss ideology which is why i think at least the hindu right has not thrown up anyone who will stand straight even when the wind is against you so many of these creepy crawlies are coming out of the woodwork of the right wing now and you know i i know some of them but they are friends so i will not name them who unki chuni nikalti thi upa ke time mein ab aise seena taan ke chalte hain aur aisi baatein bolte hain inki bam mein dam nahi tha bolne ka 8 saal pehle what i'm saying is that uh, now for example my favorite character in mahabharat is karan and ghatotkach <laughs> for different reasons but you know cuz karan did not go when the wind you know he could have gone one way He said, "If I'm going to die, I will die, but I will not do this." When his mother said, "Give me your kavach and kundal," he was immortal. I mean, he had that option of being, but he would not bend. And Che did not bend. And at a time we forget, these guys took over from who? Batista. I mean, I could go into what Batista did during his regime. Of course, but you know, so, like, was... so so what I'm saying is, they took in that context in the '40s and '50s when they were. they took on america in america in south america it wasn't some sri lanka's taking on america and they survived and they gave the most per capita phds in the world till date they have one of the top medical healthcare systems in the world till date okay. in spite of in spite of america screwing them on a daily basis i think heroism is when you are up against goliath and you survive that is what i think they achieved especially che which is why a lot of people write him off for his ideology i think it's important to read about him to understand people like that come once in a lifetime that is why i think thank god for that you know i just want <laughs> from your point i just want to read out this little passage on castro that exactly highlights this aspect of his uh, that says he faced hurricanes as an equal hurricane to hurricane he survived 637 attempts on his life and it was not by lucifer's curse or god's miracle that the new country managed to outlive 10 us presidents their napkins spread in their laps ready to eat it with fork and knife and his enemies never mentioned that cuba is one rare country that does not compete for the world doormat cup and for that reason i think it's true that a lot of the obits do yeah i mean you see the whole point is the try to kill him through cigars Cats, through shoelaces and shoelaces and not But, any know, day America, America USA not, not not India or Pakistan yeah, America let's also abhinandan not kill him i mean It's remember so that was the height of the cold war so he had this massive support in terms of and economy security. and this thing from soviet you know that came much journalist. later that came much later no, no, no. there was no, also no. security his one journalist reported that when he went to cover him and in one of his speeches he was doing speeches all day so this they were taking footage and they realized when they came back that at every place that they went the audience was the same so the audience was traveling with him so there was no public 
it was just pretend public they were security cleared and made to stand there right see i mean the thing with che and uh, the thing is i mean i, I see che as um I mean, how shall I put it? It's like a decoit, you know. They are, they are heroic. They are, you know, iconic figures, no doubt about it. Like a decoit is. Uh, but again, I mean, I emphasize on this. You see, I mean, science has no, uh, no time for failed experiments. If your experiment has failed, if you don't move on, if you continue to believe in that, then it's up to you. That's very you know, well put. So but tell was, me, which world leader to, would you say has? No, but has how did had a successful fail? experiment? No, no, I'm talking of. So we, when you believe in uh, guerrilla warfare, sometimes is not the tool to win your point. So he just believed in guerrilla warfare, no matter which country. So when he's fi- when he was finished with Cuba, he moved on to other Bolivia, countries in Latin America. You know, that's that's just so one aspect. The other point is, is that communism. It's just the I mean, tool. He fell in love with the tool. Hmm. So apart from, I, I would say, Kerala. and west bengal until recently there is no part of the world correct me if i'm wrong where communism is uh, in a democratic system there isn't so uh, people have seen that it is it in fact is one of the things that i'm going to write that communism and nationalism are two sides of the same coin if you think about it you know it's not saying that uh, you know nationalism is right wing you look at north korea i mean it is no, horrendously nationalistic you see and in order for it to survive you have to have a dictatorial regime you have to you have to have people's courts you have to have you know, i disagree because i think we live in a post ideological no we era. don't no we don't have nandan we don't Just in fact there are horrendous we, we have regimes to have a that discussion have, on this um, anyone has anything more to say who's your favorite mahabharat character by the way it is karan actually okay yeah. yours manisha i don't know no one deepanjana <laughs> no one no no All really of them no. i i am no one character hmm. one who's really written about is when they're leaving the battlefield there is a sadhu who tells arjun hmm. that what you did was the wrong thing you killed your own king kin So this point of view, which means the dual point of view, which is always brought up in Hinduism, is seldom addressed. So mm. there are always two points of view. There's never an absolute. Only in the Mahabharat. Hmm. Only in the Mahabharat. No. As in in no. that text. No, but no. in everything, in there's them. always another point of view. No, in every text. In in in, in a lot of them. In Ramayan, okay, hmm. there'll be this Dhobi who tells Ram. that you you know your sita mad ram jaisa nahi hu i'm not you know doesn't questions sita's well, in, fidelity and integrity in the ramayan sita is the biggest uh, contrary point of view exactly so the, in everything there is a contrary point of view so there are no absolutes hmm. which is the wonderful thing your favorite character i have so many in the mahabharat but uh, definitely um satyavati hmm. um and it's conventional but i am fascinated by krishna's character so yeah. satyavati and this fact, and also um also chitrangada uh these are i mean these are all characters who aside from krishna obviously uh who don't get that much space but they are uh they actually hold a lot of these narratives together these minor narratives together and i mean without satyavati you wouldn't have the mahabharat so i mean let me let me rephrase what i said so I, I, even though i was i'm incredibly impressed by karn my favorite character if i can reify that is actually krishna the guy just wore his genius so casually hmm. you know tahal rahe hain hazar biwiyan hain aise baat baat kar rahe hain suddenly khade ho ke geeta ko updesh de diya you know hmm. he's like chalo baaton baaton mein keh deta hu main you know very cool so he's like the cool guy yeah, i guess Vanisha, i like the dog that followed the pandavas to the heaven <laughs> okay she's so contrarian <laughs> hmm. 
And maybe Krishna, yeah, the dog. And He's the fascinating. Yeah, I like Ram though. Okay. Contrary to, we've had this discussion like before, Ram. but I quite like Ram. By the way, I'm telling He's my, one of my I used to tell my uh, grandchildren characters. stories on uh, the whole Ramayana and Mahabharat. I have now started my own storytelling based, it is, the title of the book is Sitayan. And okay. they love no it. Nice. Sita the is feminist. the most powerful in character fact, in, in my a, stories. In fact, in a future pod, a podcast, when we do the, we are going to be starting one with another one, which is NL versus NL. We'll have two points of view of the NL team. Uh, can you be a feminist and like Ram? I'd like yes. to put that question out there. Yes, no, of course you can. Okay. I am. So, I like so there's Ram. one question I'd like to ask, which is it actually true what they say that before the Islamic invasions, hmm. There was no stitching in Indian clothes. So you see Ramayana, Mahabharata. I mean, there's no stitching I in will ask clothes. Rajiv Sethi. He will know. Stitching? Yeah. Yeah, they weren't stitched. Well, I mean, the unstitched cloth was the purest condition. Have you seen that image? It's been on WhatsApp where two women holding matkas with just a strip around their uh, breasts and low-slung dhotis. And they're saying, uh, one says to her, you know... Uh, if if we were in in uh, 2015, they would be calling us sluts for dressing like this. <laughs> and the other one says, "You've got to be kidding." <laughs> DJ, you were saying? Well, we didn't have clothes in that conventional sense of stitched clothes, from mm. what our uh, art suggests, anyway. But it is true that the pure state was always unstitched cloth. So yeah. for any yagya or anything, you were supposed to wear unstitched, unstitched cloth. Yes. Um, but I think that probably was for uh, you know only for these ritual purposes Not i suspect generally. because our embroidery and stuff is such a long tradition mm-hmm. um the women's work tradition so it seems really weird to me that they would be anti thread but i don't know anti stitch thread to tha well, I mean, huh. sorry to delve into this longer than we should, but okay. you know, in the television visuals that we have of Mahabharat and Ramayan, I mean, sari of course is unstitched. Right? Completely. But the blouse, I've never but seen we, them but wearing we a didn't blouse. Wear blouse. Express had an article this morning. Yeah. Blouse by, is the fully uh, colonial the television thing? critic. Yeah. Uh, Shailaja Really a funny one about all these religious serials and the nationalism the, yeah, of Hindu Very nice review. Okay. Uh, Please get your suggestions ready. I'm going to end today with a poem uh, and not a song. It's my favorite poem. It's up on, a, on on my notice board in front of my desk. But before I do that, I just want to read this excerpt from the book uh, on chair. This is the letter he wrote to his mother when he was in prison. And there was he, there was a prospect of him being killed and in his youth, in his prime. And she was talking about, you got to be moderate. Don't be so extreme in your views. He says, I'm not Christ or a philanthropist, old lady. I am all the country of a, of a Christ. And mind you, he was very close to his mother. That's the only family member who was very close to. I am all the country of a Christ. I fight for the things I believe in with all the weapons at my disposal and try to leave the other man dead so that I don't get nailed to a cross or any other place. What really terrifies me is your lack of comprehension of this and your advice about moderation, egoism, etc. That is to say, all of the most execrable qualities an individual can have Not only am I not moderate, I shall try not ever to be. And when I recognize that the sacred flame within me has given way to a timid, votive light, the least I could do is vomit over my own shit. I must tell you, I'm beginning to like Che's mother already. Then then he says, it is a profound... Don't take this as an example, Abhinandan. Then he goes on to say... I see the glow in his eyes. It is a a profound error on your part to believe that it is out of moderation or moderate self-interest that great inventions or artful masterpieces come come about. For all great... 
tasks, passion is needed. And for the revolution, passion and audacity are needed in large doses, things we have as a human group. And finally, he ends with, above all, it seems to me that pain, pain of a mother who is growing old and who wants her son alive is respectable, which I have an obligation to attend to and which I also want to attend to. And I would like to see you not only to console you, but to console myself for my sporadic and unconfessable pinings. Your son, Elche. I think it requires nuts of steel to live the life he <laughs> lived. So, a certain madness for sure. A certain, and like he said, for, to create anything grand, passion is needed. Moderation is not. No, but you know, I just saw recently a film on uh, Salvador mm, Allende and his end and how he died. Although this was a film which was made since uh, sympathetic to him, what comes across is that when a man is so in love with an idea and doesn't know that it's not working and people are dying for him and for his idea all around him and he's so in love narcissistically with himself. I was a great admirer of Salvador Allende. In fact, I was in a press conference when I was working for the UN when he came and he gave the most remarkable press conference over there. And soon, like two months after he went back, uh, he was killed. And... Uh, Pinochet. Well, it was a coup, yeah, Pinochet. But the film shows that these loyal, passionate people around him giving their lives for him. And uh, he, in, in the script, which is reality-based from books and, and re personal records, he comes across as a man who just doesn't understand that when you're so much in love with an idea which is not working agreed that it was the American, uh, because he nationalized all the American companies and the American CIA and all got together to have him killed and removed in, in collusion with Pinochet, the, I, that it was evil for them to do that. The fact is that he stuck to the idea no matter what. And people were killed for no rhyme or reason around the palace, around the neighborhood. He didn't care. I, I disagree with that. Hmm. There comes a point when you have to say, but I'm not innocent Che. lives are more important. No, but Che, you see, no, he they're, was they're stuck not, with an idea. I, he was not a king living in a palace. He He's walked. Not, Allende was a com yeah, communist, but, yeah. a socialist. So was, was Fidel. A, was so was Fidel, and we know how Fidel lived. Che walked the talk. That is what separates him from Fidel. Fidel and Che are not the same. That's why I don't like it when they name the same. They led very different lives by example. So you can't brush all of them the same. Fidel no, had all these... there are she similarities, people, but there's yeah. a connection. He murdered people. There's so a connection. No, Abhinandan, there's a connection. The connection is anyway, very we'll important. Anyway, we'll move on okay. to this. We have 1.30. Huh. Okay, please keep your suggestions ready. This is the poem for today. After this, you come back. We will tell you what you must read. Uh, but this poem is... Uh, this is the most anukarniya quality in a person. And this, uh, written by Harivan Shrai Bachchan, decided by Amitabh Bachchan. I am with अपनी रीढ़ कभी नहीं जो तज सकते हैं अपना न्यायोचित अधिकार कभी नहीं जो सह सकते हैं शीश नवाकर अत्याचार एक अकेले हों या उनके साथ खड़ी हो भारी भीड़ मैं हूं उनके साथ खड़ी जो सीधी रखते अपनी रीढ़ निर्भय होकर घोषित करते जो अपने उद्गार विचार जिनकी जिह्वा पर होता है उनके अंतर का अंगार नहीं जिन्हें चुप कर सकती है आत ताइयों की शमशीर मैं हूं उनके साथ खड़ी जो सीधी रखते अपनी रीढ़ 
नहीं झुका करते जो दुनिया से करने को समझौता ऊंचे से ऊंचे सपनों को देते रहते जो न्योता दूर देखती जिनकी पैनी आंख भविष्य का तमचीर मैहून के साथ खड़ी जो सीधी रखते अपनी रीढ़ जो अपने कंधों से पर्वत से बढ़ टक्कर लेते हैं पथ की बाधाओं को जिनके पांव चुनौती देते हैं जिनको बांध नहीं सकती है लोहे की बेड़ी जंजीर मैहून के साथ खड़ी जो सीधी रखते अपनी रीढ़ जो चलते हैं अपने छप्पर के ऊपर लू का धरकर हार जीत का सौदा करते जो प्राणों की बाजी पर कूद उदधी में नहीं पलटकर जो फिर ताका करते तीर मैहून के साथ खड़ी जो सीधी रखते अपनी रीढ़ जिनको ये अवकाश नहीं है देखें कब तारे अनुकूल जिनको यह परवाह नहीं है कब तक भद्रा कब दिक्षूल जिनके हाथों की चाबुक से चलती है उनकी तकदीर मैहून के साथ खड़ी जो सीधी रखते अपनी रीढ़ तुम हो कौन कहो जो मुझसे सही गलत पथ लो तो जान सोच सोच कर पूछ पूछ कर बोलो कब चलता तूफान सतपथ वो है जिस पर अपनी छाती ताने जाते वीर मैहून के साथ खड़ी जो सीधी रखते अपनी रीढ़ सजेशंस आनंद Yeah I mean I I was going to give one suggestion but I mean you know considering your eulogy of Che I think I'll give two suggestions now <laughs> One was uh, one is this uh, fantastic book published by the Harvard University Press that I've referenced called The Black Book of Communism So uh, it's like the Das Kapital of <laughs> that you <don't> <laughs> Please do read that I mean if you find time or at least should have it you can dip into it from time to time you know mm-hmm. the other is a more recent uh, suggestion i mean uh, of uh, suggestion is more recent one which is a, a paper has been published in nature genetics which talks of lineages uh, geographically defined lineages of mycobacterium tuberculosis now that's a very important new advancements that i mean people have shown that there are different strains of mycobacteria or tb floating around in the world and uh, a set of people in in different countries do not get the strain do not get infected do not get diseased by the strain that is there in other countries now that that itself tells you that humans have actually adapted or the mycobacteria have adapted to different human populations so for example in uganda uh, i mean the the indians who are infected by the tuberculosis in india that same strain the ugandans will not be infected by it so and okay. vice versa the links That's to both will be below yeah. madhu your uh, recommendation before you leave uh, yeah there's an article by john lee anderson on in the new yorker uh, which is worth reading his book is yet to come out and um, also i'm reading this book the sell out by paul beatty uh, about a black childhood which is quite riveting in brainpickings.org there's a lovely article on leonard cohen which is very terribly applicable to what we've discussed today okay dj um lithub did a did an interview with the team or actually is one person who handles uh, merriam webster the dictionary's social media account it's a lovely social media account and it's a really nice interview as well so you should read that 
Manisha? Your Che poem has made me nostalgic for Pablo Neruda for some reason. It wasn't a poem, it was just, a letter to his mother. Just <laughs> Latin America. One like swath it is. Not whatever poetic letter. So love poems by Pablo Neruda. If you forget me, your laughter. And uh, tonight I can write the saddest lines. Okay, this is really disturbing <laughs> that Che's letter to his mother has made you remember erotic Pablo Neruda poetry. It's not erotic. It's very sad. It's very romantic. The three that I... Huh, it's very romantic, but not... Yeah, a little erotic. I don't know why. <laughs> no yeah, idea. Who was that guy who recently died? I think Peruvian or was it... Um, Octavio? No, Chilean who wrote two triple six. Fantastic. Oh, Bolaño. Also Octavio passed. Yeah, Bol- Bolaño. So, uh, in fact, Latin America se yada hai. Naipaul, you know, obviously he wrote on Argentina and things of that sort. And he's, you know, prone to make a lot of generalized statements. So, he said all um, Argentinians, they like uh, F-U-C-K-I-N-G in the ass. <laughs> And How sweet that you spell yeah, it out. Why you spell it? <laughs> that's very nice. So because, why would you not because, just... Because if the kid's in the room, see now that's smart. <laughs> that's a father. That's a father. He's spelled it out because if there's... Listen, your kids get it. If you've been doing this no, for your is, son, the, I'm sure he gets it. This, this is actually ingrained because I remember as uh, 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 when we were in college, we would say, I mean, the, the Hindu college guys would say, SSC, sitting on a tree, F-U-C-K-I-N-G. Achha, huh. But so, uh, Bolano... Yes. Bolano wrote a rebuttal. I think it's published in New York Times or New Yorker. To Naipaul. To Naipaul's, you know, basically consigning all Argentinians as to ass lovers. Yeah. <laughs> and it is remarkable. Absolutely. Okay. You must read that Absolutely also. remarkable. Yeah. Uh, my recommendation for the week is this piece in the Time magazine that I read. It's titled Huge Numbers Demand the Oust of South Korea's President in the Fifth Week of Protests. I didn't even know South Korea was undergoing such... Huge protests. I no idea. Million people on the streets. And, yeah, and yeah. when I really read this whole thing, it's a longish piece. South Korea is the like jewel of Asia, that it's the fastest growing, it's this, that. But you, you see, capitalism, if we say that communism is the cause of everything, then we have to say capitalism is the cause of all problems as well. Because the crony capitalism there has reached a level which is, I mean, remarkable if you were to believe this piece. So I would highly recommend this piece. And uh, I would thank you all for listening. Please write in to us at contact at newslawny.com if you have any critique or sensible arguments to make. If you have any abuse, you can leave it on our Twitter timeline. If you have any ideas of our next round of fundraising or should we change our revenue model, write in to me at abhinandan.sekri at gmail.com. I'd like to know what you think. And if you think there are any people we should meet, do let me know. And finally, um, thank you all for being a part of Hafta and all the ideas about what we should do with the 100th episode. We'll make it special, we promise. Anything else anyone wants to add before we say goodbye? No, goodbye, comrade. Hasta, Good. <laughs> Hasta la vista. Hasta. Baby. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.